0: Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And we are going to be on the road a little bit. Uh, Jacksonville Public Library for a Zine Festival, October 22nd. Jimmy's going to be there, uh, man of the hour, for that experience. Uh, you may or may not have gone there, depending on when this video went live. Uh, Baltimore Comic Con, October 28th through 30th, is the big one that Jimmy and I are preparing for. Uh, it's the birthplace of Cartoonist Kayfabe, the joint where I I was working on Jimmy all weekend. <laughs> Let's look through Wizard Magazines on YouTube and see what happens, Jimmy. <laughs> and uh, voila, this is what happened. Tokyo Comic Con, November 25th through 27th this is going to be fly. I'm going to be out there, man, sharing a table with Jeff Darrow. Cannot wait to dig in the bins to see what the heck has made it onto uh, Japanese shores. Uh, the Kfab tober prompts for 2022 are pinned to our social media, our Instagrams and our uh, Twitter accounts. Here's where we're at right now. More than six thousand pieces have been tagged uh, for cartoon for Kayfabe Tober already, and you guys absolutely do not freaking disappoint. So so fun to see every day.
1: Some the, good prompts coming up too, man.
0: The videos are brought to you by the books that we make, and Jimmy has Hulk Grand Design Monster and Madness out in the wild right now. It's going to get that uh, Treasury Edition format in uh, early 2023. Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, Trade Paperback is back in print, man. So you got to make sure you get your hands on that. No excuse not to have it. And uh, for my efforts of late, Red Room, The Anti-Social Network, and Red Room Trigger Warnings are the latest comics that I have out in the wild. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit. And each of these books is self-contained. So uh, try anyone out. If you dig it, grab another. Now that we're done paying those bills, man. Uh, the Cottage Industry herself, Peach Momoko, made her way into uh, to New York Comic Con, to great fanfare. You can read about that stuff. But I gotta thank uh, Jim Mafood for the hookup with, with Peach and Yo. Back when I was in uh, Japan and stuff, got to know them because they were very impressed that I knew Pun P, the rapper dude that brought me out there that I did the DVD cover for. She did a variant for uh, issue one of both Red Rooms as well as uh, Jim Rugg. Uh, Grand Design. Whole grand design they made this red room comic uh, freaking explode and i'm super super thankful so i'm heading to japan in november there was always the plan to go out there kick it with peach and yo maybe do a shoot interview we might do something ahead of time for the kfab channel that that remains to be seen before i split out there but she said that the demon days rising storm issue is the one that digs them all but that specific the energy that she's able to capture on the page and uh the comfort zone that she got into after doing you know a couple you know hundred pages or so of comics uh when she gets to this stage she's in the zone she's in the zone and i think that it's uh, it's very apparent like you could read this all as, as one big con- kind of continuing story but the cool thing about this issue is with the upfront exposition and thinking about it through the lens of like reading manga you get a lot of this in, in, in like you know tankoban one right. of manga where like let's establish the universe and uh once again is cp cebulski you know fluent in the language is he poaching talent to try to try to karen burgerize the, the marvel comics why not man uh bring in some fresh talent from uh from off our shores and see what uh see what can be done so you get a couple pages of these impeccable montages she works on the page you know this original art
1: exists very beautiful love the line works almost painted line work absolutely that's really attractive and not something you see very often that calligraphic hand you know like
0: steeped in traditional art as well as manga like she's very fluent with that brush and i think she is fast i think she can work with
1: speed man that makes sense. She certainly puts out a, a lot of material and that's a nice intro for kind of the mythology of, of what we're going to see with these, I guess, demon characters and their history. Isn't that a badass accessory to yeah.
0: have uh, on your on your costume? I'm working on a story right now where I'm going to use a full color and it takes place in uh, a forest setting. So I've been really like as I've been looking through this, I'm like, oh, I'm going to snap a pic of that. And some other great like forest scenes because, uh, you know, it's traditional watercolor um, with with the color. So you could see like what's being done. You get like a super light wash and you and you build up, you know, like so put down that like yellow green in the background. Cut in some bark of, you know, some f- trees uh, far off the di- in, in the distance and then just like pull shapes closer and closer and closer as the paint becomes slightly more and more opaque.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to like in this art. Um, mm-hmm. We are, I am critical of color often. Yeah, and this is why because this is beautiful color. Yeah, this is what you can do with color, and um, you know the materials certainly help. But but she knows what she's doing with color. Yeah, it's so clear.
0: Here's your Logan, in this in this universe,
1: dude. Ogami. Yeah, very bizarre, like a reimagining of Marvel characters through this storyline.
0: And as 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 you would. Ha- if you're going to bring people who are not acquainted with the material the way that we are here in the States, you have to let them because you can't pay somebody enough to uh, get up to speed with Wolverine. Read any comic book character's Wikipedia and and your head will explode. You'll have an aneurysm. My favorite one to read, by the way, is uh, Apocalypse, if you guys are, are curious. So <laughs> go read his uh, Wikipedia origin and it really sounds like uh, Fletcher Hanks meets Henry Darger
1: That's very well said. (laughs) All those Marvel Universe profiles were like that too, where it was just so confusing. Yeah.
0: So this is Mariko and and, uh, Wolverine. Yeah, Logan, Wolverine. Right. On the hunt for his sister, and when you see this image, does that not make so much fucking sense?
1: Yeah, it's it's brilliant, and it's um, you know, I said it a lot in interviews with Grand Design, like how do you kind of make these characters new and fresh that have been around for 50 60 years to me this is how you do it it's kind of the coolest storm ever and it plays with
0: tradition like claremont you remember during that jim lee era go through the siege perilous when she comes back she's like the little kid character for a while congrats to Peach for actually
1: making thor cool it's a good pairing too i think with uh with storm and with thor as being like two gods yeah the gods of thunder and the and the goddess of everything else that has to do with makes weather. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's Almost it. too obvious. Because I don't know how much they interact in traditional Marvel comics, but it seems like, why wouldn't they have been stuck together a lot?
0: The other piece to the peach color that I've been noticing too is like go in with somewhat like kind of opaque white media mm-hmm. and cut in some, some shapes and, and things in there also. So that's like another piece that I put into my mind when it comes to to doing the color for my stuff. And and what it, like this is just like a wisp of wind?
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's a manifestation of, of storms showing up, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the same color scheme as her, that little bit of gray and white around it. So right. yeah, that's, that's uh, interesting too. I didn't think about that that much, but I like how she draws this hair. That's another one of those pieces where it's like, you've got line work, but you also have like black watercolor. Right. It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, or is it just flat out ink? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, well, I'm not sure.
1: you know, a lot of that Japanese
0: ink—it's not that carb, or maybe it is carb. It's not archival. It's not. It's not. Uh, it, it fails the spit test. You get that shit wet. We got our showdown between Mariko, Logan, Thor, and Baby Storm. They're gonna merchandise the hell out of this, man. This
1: is gonna be a toy. It's a good. It's a really good design. That's gonna be a plushie. But all of it's good. And her storytelling, like the actual comics, I think, work really well, yeah. which you don't always get with a cover artist.
0: This is a I mean, yeah, yeah, she's she's doing covers to make that, those ends. But she's a cartoonist mm-hmm. through and through, like make no mistakes. And, uh, and we said it we said it on a, a previous episode that we recorded. Might as well say it again. Uh, I wonder if she's drawing this in the traditional way that uh, she reads and then it gets flipped? Or do you do the initial sketches the way that you read, flip it, and then do
1: the final version? That's gonna be a question to ask. It's a great question, because I'm curious about that. Um, you know when I say cover artists too, like like painting's another one that always doesn't translate. That's true. So to be able to get kind of a cartooniness in the paint, I, I, that always impresses me.
0: She builds her stories in that kind of McFarlane-ish visual way, like comes up with visual scenes and then weaves the story kind of around the moments that she creates so all that other stuff is just buttressed with these initial ideas of like thor storm weather gods versus our more human characters how does that work out great powers like just using color with watercolor that's like one thing that you got to figure out but now you got to have special effects You know, uh, a while back, man, we looked at uh, that Zelda Viz collection from the Nintendo Power comics and uh, the watercolor and the color media in that with all the special effects. I mean, it's just, these are sights to behold.
1: They're doing some very subtle things with their word balloons. Yeah. Where, like, it's not an even line, and I can't figure that out because it it looks like it's digitally drawn, the word balloon shapes. But they're they're doing something to make that line fluctuate a little bit you know you can kind of see these imperfections in it which i really like
0: i think it's an effort to try to approximate the peach line you know like one of the things that we say often on the channel is it's not not harsh on digital lettering it's about the congruency of the font choice with the line art and there's almost nothing you could do like and the history of manga in america it's like that one specific font that we've always seen in like the Viz comics and stuff. It's pr- it's pretty traditional, but this is like what the letterer can do to kind of approximate her line. Smart choice.
1: Yeah, I think so. Thoughtful, at least.
0: Yeah. Man, this looks cool. It's so introducing dope.
1: the red in that in that jaw.
0: The blood sword, man, getting completely impressionistic. Get some wild shit, and look at sword is like. Not even tripping. It's so easy for her, and it looks like Thor's having like slightly harder time with it. Good sense of power as they collide. Excellent weight. Mm-hmm. You know the balance of the the figure is fantastic. You know feels right. <laughs> this is so hard, dude. Tosses the blood sword, which we knew in Ronan issue one. You you don't you don't do that right. Like you know <laughs> the the Joan and ain't supposed to throw the throw the weapon and just. The storytelling of it is so great. It just whoosh. Storm gets it out of her jib with ease.
1: It ain't no thing. Yeah, once something goes airborne, I feel like it's an advantage Storm. There's a little dagger. Thor takes care of that shit.
0: To the point where he straight up concusses our girl. It's a hammer that nobody else
1: but Thor can hold. And she catches it to the headpiece. Doesn't, uh, doesn't put her down. May make her angry, but it's good salesmanship on the character, right? That's a tough. That's a tough cookie. It is tough, and I like that. There's like a bruise or something instantly on her head. Yeah, just wearing that thing like a mark. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh,
0: Peach doesn't like lean so deep in traditional manga idiom with like big mouths, bulging eyeballs. She's she's reasonably rooted.
1: This is interesting because that that to me is her lettering. Yeah, for sure. So why is that her lettering? But like. Some of the other sound effects aren't. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. And also, what does this say? Is that some sort of like uh, Thor hammer, you know, Greek Norse god language? <laughs> Remember that,
0: uh like, sometimes th- it would be a description of something. Like, this
1: is the sound of. Sound of hammer hitting skull. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The, a, <laughs> of, a, a rock hitting bone. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's great. That's how I'm interpreting that. <laughs> no
0: nose, dude. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like just a hint of it in color and and it's it's unclear if that was even chosen like it's so subtle it could have just been how the
1: paint laid yeah i was trying to figure out if if you'd call that chibi the, the storm treatment right it looks like it in that panel it doesn't always look like it but in that panel i feel like it does
0: we are gods dude yeah so this is their traditional like you know they're just donning avatars in the human world but when they're doing their thing, that's what they look like. What and a
1: two-page spread.
0: That is the most godlike storm has, has ever looked mm-hmm. also. Yeah, amazing two-page spread. I'm curious about the paper uh, that, that she uses. Because uh, for, for all the work that is done in comics out there, I have some of that deleter paper. Like, I have visited mangaka at their exact studios. And I know exactly the, which deleter paper they use. And you watch Man Ben, and you see those guys drawing on stuff. It's a step above bond paper.
1: I'd be surprised that this isn't a watercolor paper because of the texture texture? where the colors are. Yeah. Um, And also, like you say, like that paper, I I think you'd have a hard time putting watercolor on it. But then the the other question will be like, fuck, man, when you do a traditional
0: watercolor, you you got to tape it down. And like, there's a hassle involved in that. And to do that for every page of this seems like you need a lot of space. Because I don't think you work... You, when you're pulling the colors, like... Do you work on one page at a time? Or you do, like, these greens over ten pages? These are questions. Mm-hmm. These are questions to ask.
1: Yeah, note, notes from this episode for uh, future future talk. Yeah. Get it from the source. So impressive how red is used in this story.
0: Yeah, it's very strategic.
1: Absolutely. It's very dramatic. How about
0: that right there? Like, what the fuck is that, man? I think the letterer lost... One of their, one of their bubbles. I think you're right. And uh, couldn't find it, and it made its way into the final printed page. Cause that don't make no damn sense.
1: Yeah, that's a good call. I don't remember saying that either when I read this. Flashback
0: sequence: Young Mariko got a goofy ass sister who's down with uh, a lot of evil, evil shit, killing for fun. Yeah, blamed, blamed for killing her uh, mother, right? Yep. And that's the quest of Mariko's on. You know, wants to confront, wants to confront the sis. And these guys, they, they bring her to the temple, man,
1: where her sister is. Look at some of this drawing in the paint. Thor's so cool, eyes. right? Yeah. And even here, I feel like there's so much done in the color. All the roundness of that form is in color, and it's pretty simple. Imagine a big, thick brush applying those areas of color on that face.
0: She got those round brushes and those uh, super sharp watercolor brushes for all these different textures. There's so much to learn just staring at
1: this work. I think more and more when I look at this stuff or some of the artists that we talk to about their styles and how important that is, and I kind of go back and forth. People that follow my work know I've worked in different styles, but man, if you're selling yourself, this kind of unique style seems vital. I forget what Yo called it because, like, when you when you speak to
0: them, you're, you're speaking to Yo. He's translating, um, and he called it something like you know, they turned in a bunch of roughs for for the Red Room cover. And I'm and my thing is like you just do what you want. Like you always get the better work if the artist does what the hell they want to do. Like that's that's full stop how shit usually goes down. Uh, so we started work. She started working on something and then uh, started doing something else because it was like it's not Momoko flavor or like they called it something like that. So very conscious of their style of what they what they present to the world. Uh, this is where we get to the gym rug portion of our Demon Days <laughs> that's comic. Right. Because we have our little chibi guy with that Audi. Yes. You know, he's got the Audi. And uh, how about that for metamorphosis?
1: We're about to unleash something. Hellbo. Spoiler. <laughs> how cool is that, dude?
0: Yeah, I was pretty excited to see that whenever I read this this week. And because, you know, different cultures. He ain't wearing purple pants. You know, he ain't going to the discotheque. It's that little loincloth, man. That little E-Honda joint. When this comes out you gotta you gotta check out the next issue, right? There's your teaser, man. we have to do a little more Peach Momoko
1: on the channel. That's a crazy interpretation of the Hulk. Genius. Really like the body style. Very they, monstrous.
0: Yeah, they established that God thing and, and he's got that face. You like we've seen that kind of face. It's it's pretty fucking sick, man. So Peach Momoko, the cottage industry, Marvel Comics and Elsewhere, cover artist of the day heck of a cartoonist as well, and uh, the hope is to get a little time with the with with the crew while we're out there. Go dig it for manga, see what the uh, inspirations are, what got them into drawing, and uh, maybe get a little bit more FaceTime and stuff on the Cartoonist Cafe YouTube channel, man.
1: You know what else I like about this comic? Flipping through it, it isn't a bunch of talking heads. No, that's
0: what I am saying. She like she is, and also the, we looked at uh, the Takashi Okazaki uh star wars visions these are these are visual comics like these these are comics that are put together by cartoonists who want to draw cool stuff cool scenes and it ain't about you know two heads talking you know there's always stuff going on and it begins with the set piece which for a superhero comic for my money
1: that's that's what i'm looking for yeah it's an interesting approach to comics you know, and I don't know exactly how what her process is, but what you just described describes this comic really well, and uh, I feel like that's an interesting approach to a visual medium, and it's not what's taught, and I don't hear talked about very often, and you know, I don't think a lot of people work that way. It's usually shunned
0: upon. Yeah. Uh, at this point, man, where like it's you know come up with this very rigid kind of structure.
1: It, once again, it's the advantage of one creator. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely, it reads well. No confusion and is always uh exciting you know like there was that neil gaiman like what was it was a 1492 or so, or mm-hmm. something and you know you get you the, the blind native american captain america or whatever and that's one thing man but it, it falls into that rigid marvel
1: kind of structure this is how you play it's pretty radical i i wonder about other creators having this amount of freedom Like, you got to kind of earn a spot. (laughs) you got to be able to sell some stuff with your name if you're going to take these kinds of liberties, probably. Um, It is interesting to compare this to. That's not the right year, though. I can't remember what, 1600 and something? (laughs) Yeah, who the hell knows? (laughs) (laughs) It's frustrating that that stuff just comes and goes. Like, you'd think you're investing in a Neil Gaiman story. This will be in print forever. And it's like, good luck finding that thing now.
0: Oh, totally. And he's done interviews since saying that, you know, I've done comics for the money, and it really never went that well. Good to go i am okay favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available jimmy tell the people
1: what's out there man street angel deadly Scroll live is back in print from image comics after almost a year out of print so add that one to your christmas list if you don't already have it hulk grand design monster madness is in stores uh comic books right now while supplies last but the oversized treasury edition will be out in early 2023 the size of the demon days book if i'm not mistaken yeah, man, that's and, uh, a, that's a yes.
0: family tree size.
1: So imagine a sideball even bigger. Uh, <laughs> pre-order that one now. Let your, let your shop know you need it so that they can let Marvel know, keep these grand designs rolling, and print enough for everybody. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see lots more of my comics and art.
0: Red Room trigger warnings. Red Room, the anti-social network, are in stores as we speak. Murder on the Dark Web for fun and profit is the name of the game in the Red Room universe. Uh, every single one of these books is completely self-contained. So if you see one... Give it a shot. Uh, You will, um, if you dig it, grab the other. And you can check out uh, the Patreon, where I serialize new strips every Tuesday. Three bucks get you the archive there, more than 300 pages worth of stuff up there as we speak my link tree in the description below will get you to all those destinations jimmy what else do we have out there man?
1: subscribe to the cartoonist Kfab newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise fanny packs and more at our spread shop at the links below this video
0: great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel give them those marching orders jim will be on our way read more manga